Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Garage. Garage has everything you need for this fall, you guys. Whether you are working from home or you are doing Zoom classes online or maybe you like to dress up and look good all cute for your outings during the day. Garage has you covered from basics to sweats and athleisure to really cute clothes. Trust me, you guys, I just received some pieces from their fall collection. The denim and their sweats are my absolute favorite. I absolutely love how the sweats are like actually fleece lined and super comfortable and warm and feel like you're wearing a blanket as opposed to only looking cute but not being comfortable. They have the whole package and garage ships to the United States and Canada. And I highly encourage you guys going to garageclothing.com to check out their new fall collection and all the amazing pieces they have from basics to statement pieces, you name it, they have it. And just definitely go and check them out in stores or at garageclothing.com. Thank you so much to garage for sponsoring this episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Gen Z Girl podcast. My name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host of this podcast if you are new here. Hi, welcome. This week I'm just going to be talking about how things just really suck sometimes and that's okay. And I feel like I couldn't really get myself to record anything else this week just because this past week was so hard for me. Um, And a number of ways that it would just feel really fake for me to like come on here and just talk about I don't even know what else that was the thing I couldn't even think about what else to talk about because my mind has been so stressed and occupied with everything else going on so hopefully this will help someone (laughs) if things have been sucking for you lately I'm sorry but hopefully this will just help you shift your perspective um, and kind of help you out a little I'm just going to be talking about really what's been going through my mind lately, what's been happening in life lately, and how I'm processing it, I guess you could say. So let's go ahead and get into the episode. But first, I want to say, join the Facebook group. If you haven't already, just search Gen Z Girl Podcast on Facebook, and there should be a group that comes up. You have to answer three questions. It's literally who hosts the podcast, which I literally just told you if you're new here. And um, it's I think a recommendation for episodes if you have one if not that's okay and then if you'll abide by the rules for the group so yeah super simple everyone can answer that but definitely join the Facebook group it's the best little community ever you guys are my favorite people on this planet seriously and also follow the Gen Z Girl podcast Instagram it's just at Gen Z Girl podcast the podcast is incredible my dear friend Lexi is doing an incredible job um just running the podcast Instagram. She's killing it. So yeah, let's go ahead and get into the episode. My quote for this week is, you often feel tired, not because you've done too much, but because you've done too little of what sparks a light on you. Light in you, not light on you. Sorry, I just butchered that, but (laughs) you guys get it. This speaks for itself. I don't have to do any explaining. I just have to say that sometimes we feel tired and burnt out and it's actually not because we are doing too much and I feel like that's something that I this is something I've literally never realized until I read this quote because I'm always like oh my gosh I'm just I'm doing way too much and that's why I'm so tired and burnt out which is probably true in and of itself yes but at the same time if I was doing if I was putting in as much hours into what sparks a light in me things like that I don't think I would feel near as drained and burnt out as I do right now if that makes any sense at all so hopefully that makes sense but moving on to my goal for this week my goal is to just get back in routine this week was completely threw me off my rocker not that I'm in a rocking chair or anything like that but (laughs) you guys get the saying I have just been completely out of the game haven't worked out in like a week and a half um i barely cooked at home this week which you'll find out why in a second and um it's it was just a rough week um so I wasn't eating a lot because I was just really stressed and I didn't have much of an appetite and I didn't work out and that's not like me and I don't feel like myself if I'm not working out because my mind just genuinely doesn't feel the same when I don't and I was just in such a state of stress to where I completely like shut off and didn't do anything that I normally do and I was talking I'm vlogging today and earlier in my vlog like as I was vlogging today I was talking about how I'm on two separate extremes I'm never in the middle whenever I'm doing well and my mental health is good and I'm doing great I'm going to the gym often I'm cooking myself 
great meals at home that I really love. I just have really good balance in my life. I'm sleeping well. I'm getting enough sleep, all this kind of stuff. But if you just like throw anything stressful at me or if something happens, I completely like all of that goes out the window. My apartment's not clean. I'm not working out. I'm not even eating food that I enjoy really. And I just completely turn into the opposite person. It's very weird. I don't like that I'm like that. And I need to be better about maintaining those good habits in stages of stress and anxiety because I feel like that would get me through the stressful times a lot more efficiently and effectively if I just kept those habits and maintained them when I am stressed. But I feel like my natural instinct um, just with the way I am has always been to just sort of shut off and withdraw from everything whenever I become stressed. So I'm definitely going to be working on that (laughs) for stressful times because I know this week will be stressful for me. So I'm going to try and keep that in mind and remind myself it's for the better if I try and maintain those habits instead of just withdrawing and shutting off. So anyways, my gratitude for this week, I'm really thankful for just, this is weird, but yesterday was the two-year anniversary of um, Hurricane Michael hitting my hometown of Panama City, Florida, Panama City Beach, Florida. Um, My family like fared well from the storm, thankfully, and like we only had to replace our roof and fence, but I'm just like really thankful for community and I mean this on like a much larger scale than just my hometown Um, just because reflecting yesterday it was kind of crazy to think like wow it's been two years since that happened but it also feels like it's been forever since it happened but I remember the day it hit like it was yesterday Um, and it just I've seen like all these videos come out like on Facebook and stuff of rebuilding the city and everything and I just think it's so inspiring and incredible and it just reminds me that most people genuinely are good I feel like I've naturally kind of always been a pessimist and I don't like that about myself but I've worked on making myself more into an optimist and growing up I generally thought and I would say even in early college you know most people are bad and only some people are good but I truly think that now um, especially after seeing stuff like that and seeing how the community came together to rebuild and everything I am reminded that most people really are good and, you know, there are just some bad apples and most people do have good intentions and I truly believe that and I used to not. So talk about some growth (laughs) right there, but that's just perspective. So yeah, I'm really thankful for community just for the sense of like how communities come together um, when things are hard. I just think that that's prevalent with that story. It's prevalent during the pandemic just with like I see on Facebook groups like so many people helping other people like with their problems like I'm in a bunch of different Facebook groups just for podcasts and different things like that Uh, literally a podcast group for the or not a podcast group a Facebook group for the CPA exam and when I just see like people who have like only one thing in common and don't even know each other like going out of their way to uplift one another it just that sense of community is so comforting to me sorry for the ambulance in the background had a lot of those last night and today I hope everyone is okay brief pause okay (laughs) so yeah community is just such an incredible thing and I also every time I hear the word community I think back to you guys as well and I just hope that that's always maintained like within the Facebook group and on the Instagram um you know no matter the size of this podcast whether it grows whether it declines in growth or whether it spurs and growth I just always hope that sense of community where everyone is supporting one another and has everyone's best interest at heart um, maintains because that's very 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 important to me so I'm just grateful for community because I think that in difficult times community can just make you feel a lot better so let me give you guys a quick rundown (laughs) of my week I know I have a YouTube video coming out soon, so if you've already seen that um, when this episode comes out, which if you're listening to this podcast the day it comes out, then you probably have not seen the video yet. Um, So sorry if you're someone that consumes all my content, you will have to hear this briefly twice. But basically, um, Tuesday night, I was in class and my boyfriend texted me and said, don't come home. And I was like, uh, that's not really something you text your girlfriend. Like, what's going on? And he said he was trying to fix something. And the second he said that, I instantly knew there was a rodent in our apartment without him having to even say anything about an animal or anything about something being in our apartment that wasn't supposed to be. Um, And if you guys have been listening for a long time since this time last year, you all know that we had a rat problem in the house we rented last year. And it was disgusting. And it lasted a good 
eight months, seven months, maybe six months. I don't know. And um, got better towards the end of the time we were at the house and everything. But I have always just not been fond of rodents. And of course, of course, like why wouldn't it happen to me on like two days after I figured out terrible news? Um, Of course, a mouse would come in my apartment. Like it makes sense, right? That's just how my luck is. So a mouse had basically, Griffin like saw it run and like get on its hind legs and like jump into my dog's food bowl grab food and then run under the stove so that was not fun and we didn't catch it for like three days so both of us were just like paranoid because we like I don't know it's hard to sleep when you know that there is a mouse inside your apartment and you don't know where it's where it is that's just not fun it's one thing to like have one and then catch it and just be like oh like hopefully we don't see another one and it's another thing to like know it's literally in your living space and for all you know it could like come run on your bed in the middle of the night like that's my thoughts and I know that that's not common because everyone says oh they're more scared of you than you are of it but in my experience they've been pretty bold so (laughs) I don't believe that but um so that sucked but because of that I was very stressed and I couldn't sleep well I tried so hard you guys like I handled it way better than I handled the rats like last time just because one it's a mouse so it's honestly not as intimidating in my opinion um and two I just had already dealt with something so much worse so I was prepared for this but it was still hard for me to sleep and I'm not gonna lie about that you know like I'm never one to judge people for what they're like scared of or what their fears are because I have my own and that's just that but it sucked I didn't get any sleep um so I didn't have good sleep like I probably got three consecutive hours of sleep for like five nights in a row and it's been so hard for me to catch up this weekend on sleep like I still feel very tired from just trying to catch up but I feel a lot better today than I have been so um obviously didn't want to use the kitchen because I just didn't know when it was gonna like come out to play and (laughs) I didn't want to be in the kitchen when it decided to do that I would eat like my breakfast at home I just eat like a thing of yogurt but I like did not want to use a stove at all because I knew that's where it was hanging out so with that being said didn't get much sleep and then I got some bad news with the CPA. Um, I realized I was wondering why I hadn't heard back because I got like the notification that they were processing my application of intent, um, but I had not heard anything since then. And I submitted all this stuff in like like early August, I think. So then I was like, you know what? I need to go check my junk mail because who knows if I ended up in my junk email or not. And of course... In September, in like mid to late September, I got an email saying that like I had a lot of deficiencies to where I couldn't sit for the exam. And I was like, what the heck? Like, why do I have this many? It was basically saying, you know, to sit for the CPA in Texas, which Texas is the most strict state in terms of requirements to sit for the CPA. And you have to have like 150 credit hours, which I have, but they were saying I only had 132 because they didn't have my um transcript from the state college back home that I did a lot of my dual enrolled classes in a summer class through so I did go ahead and like send that but um they were saying that and then basically it's so weird because a lot of states will let you sit for the CPA if your credits are like in progress but the way Texas is they make them you have everything completely done which sucks and I didn't know that so I've been studying for far for like my first section of the CPA there's four sections and I was halfway done studying when I found all this out so now I'm like really pissed because I feel like I did all that studying for nothing because it's probably going to be March or April the absolute earliest when I can take this test if everything goes as planned and that's really frustrating for me um and I'll get into that in a second but basically it's I don't have an ethics credit that I need to have that Texas requires and my research credit is in progress right now So I definitely can't take it in December like I was planning on doing and I have to get this ethics credit out of the way and it's really annoying because when I checked back in like February or March when I was making sure I would actually be able to sit for the CPA while I was in grad school because I did check all of that. I must have missed where it said everything had to be completely like completed. I did miss that somehow but um, the course that I saw like Alabama used to have a class that counted towards the ethics requirement that Texas requires and then when I looked at like the revised um, sheet of like the course equivalents and everything, it's from July 31st, 2020. And University of Alabama doesn't even have any classes on there. Like it's not even listed on there. So in order to get my ethics credit and in order to sit for the CPA, I have to complete this ethics credit. 
And I literally, like, the whole point of me going to grad school was for me to, like, finish up my, like, credits and requirements that I needed to take the CPA so that I could take it and so I could take it during grad school so I don't have to take this really hard test that's four sections while I'm working full-time and also still working full-time doing YouTube and a podcast because that's two full-time jobs plus studying full-time. I don't think three full-time jobs is a thing and I don't think it works on it quite honestly. (laughs) So I really don't want to have to do that while working full-time because I knew I would have to put YouTube and the podcast on pause or somehow figure out a way to do it because there's absolutely no way I can maintain a healthy lifestyle um, mentally, physically, emotionally, socially with doing all of that and do well in my work at that um, for both YouTube and my actual job. So I had a complete breakdown Monday night, was literally crying to my boyfriend. I was like, this sucks so bad because I had all these plans and everyone always says for like the CPA, like don't have, you know, don't be surprised if your plans get ruined because there's always something that's going to delay your process or mess up your process, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I thought maybe, yeah, my um, notice of schedule would take a couple months longer than normal because of COVID, but I was not anticipating having to wait a lot longer to start taking it. And it's just hard because now I'm having to go outside of my school, pay even, pay like probably, I've done research and it seems like the cheapest thing I can do is a thousand dollars to take an ethics class through a random college in Texas and take it online during like a winter interim semester. So I lose my Christmas break um, when we already lost our spring break next semester and we're going to have literally like four straight months of school with one day off um and I'm not gonna have a Christmas break if I'm having to take this ethics class you know obviously I'll have like two days off basically for Christmas day and Christmas Eve but in general that's gonna like suck my the life out of my break and then that is if I do the winter interim so if I do the winter interim class I can start taking the CPA um probably hopefully I'm not gonna say March because I feel like it might take a little while to get my notice to schedule, but it'll probably be like April. And that's just going to be hard because it'll be the end of the semester. And then on top of that, I have summer classes. So it's not like I can just cram taking four sections or three sections of the CPA in the summer because I'm going to be in classes until July, pretty much. I think I have two and I think they're going to go to July. They might go to the end of June. I don't know. But I don't know the details of that yet. But regardless, there there's no way for me to take these two really hard classes and study and I mean I can try to and it might work but it's going to be hard and I'm going to be so burnt out from not having a break from school since August so that's just going to be hard and I was planning on having this time off to go home and chill and not have any obligations before I start working for the rest of my life and when all that gets taken away from you and you realize that you're going to have to be studying before and after you go to work for an exam that you generally aren't really that passionate about, it sucks. And I just want to say, like, this is a disclaimer. I'm not complaining um, because I know these things happen and it's part of life. So I'm not, like, sitting here, like, trying to throw a pity party for myself. I'm just trying to express my feelings and get you guys to see where I'm coming from, like, with why this week was hard, I guess. And that may not sound like a big deal to some of you, but it's truly... A complete wrench in my plans and the whole like 90% 10% of the reason I was going to grad school was just to finish up these last credits so I could sit for the CPA in Texas and the rest of it was so I could take the CPA while in grad school instead of take the CPA while I'm working full-time and I've said that multiple times on my YouTube channel that I want to have it done before I start working full-time and now that I like might have only one section done when I start working full-time just makes me sick to my stomach so I hate that and I know a lot of people are like oh just sit for it under another state and then transfer your credits I can't do that because unfortunately Texas says if you do that it has to be coming from a state with equal to or higher requirements even though Texas has like the highest requirements so that doesn't make much sense so anyways that's my update um sorry if that was really annoying to listen to but I just I keep you guys in a loop of everything and that's why I had a breakdown this week and that just really put a bad taste in my mouth and I was in a bad mood all week it made me so unmotivated to do anything for my classes because I was just generally like or not generally genuinely pissed off that this was happening and I was just like you know what screw the CPA I'm like gonna stop studying now obviously and um yeah so I just got 
really upset about it and I'm doing better now but it still sucks really bad so anyways I had a long phone conversation with my brother on the other night just talking about not really feeling certain about what I'm doing I'm feeling burnt out that kind of thing and I'm just gonna like walk you guys through what I'm feeling and some of the stuff we talked about because my brother's like seriously one of the probably like one of the most wise people I know um he's wise beyond his years we have a podcast episode together like way back probably like almost exactly a year ago a little over a year ago on the podcast and he's amazing and he always helps me so much um so I'm very grateful for him but I'm just gonna walk through some of that because I feel like a lot of it could help you because a lot of it was very eye-opening for me and um yeah so I'm just gonna walk through that but we were mainly talking about how my personality is one that is so obsessive over checking boxes and I mean like literally like a to-do list basically of boxes that is how I sort of define success is by checking boxes and completing the steps it takes to reach a big goal so I just always want to find the highest possible goal I can achieve like the best thing I can do And check all the boxes until I get there. And once I find that goal, you know, my sight is so focused on it that I'm just like, I am doing whatever I have to do and check all these boxes along the way to get to that goal. And I kind of just have blinders on to everything else. It's just I'm so focused on that one thing. And that's how my entire time in college has been. It's been all about checking the boxes to get a big four accounting job. I went to meet the firms and, you know, networked and recruited. So I checked that box. I made my resume a certain way, checked that box, went to recruiting events and dinners. I went to interviews and, you know, went to tons of interviews and did a bunch of extracurriculars and went to office visits, did an intern or two internships and all kinds of stuff. I checked all these boxes that were just laid in front of me for what I needed to do to get that job. And then you get to that end goal, that job for me. And all of a sudden, I have checked all these boxes and I have nothing else to do. And I'm facing what I just worked towards. And I don't have anything to keep going towards. So I sit there and actually process all the feelings I've had along the way that I shoved aside for the sake of getting those boxes checked. And now I'm realizing is this even like what I want to do? I just feel like someone, I feel like accounting was just thrown in my face because I didn't really know what I was going to major in. And I knew finance, but I was just kind of not sure what second major I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to do too. So I went and graduate early and I just kind of chose accounting because I liked my intro to accounting class and did well in it. And all these boxes were given to me to check and I was like you know what great this is something I I know what I gotta do I'm gonna sit here I'm gonna check all these boxes I'm gonna get that job and it's gonna be great well I was so focused on just checking those boxes not thinking about how I was feeling along the way not thinking about you know my actual passions and interests and desires I'm just focused on this one thing that was put in front of me and I've just felt like I've been on this treadmill and that's like what my brother was saying. He was like, you've literally been on a treadmill basically going and going and just checking boxes and checking boxes as they come and I've just almost become robotic in my routine in a sense just with accomplishing what I need to accomplish to get, you know, my big four accounting job and it's I was just doing things because it was what I was supposed to do next and it's the next box to check and I haven't taken the time to hop off the treadmill and even evaluate what I actually want and where I want to be in life and rest even and you know I'm about to start working for the rest of my life and I've been working since I was 15 you know I have literally not known not working like for so long so it's been a long time coming and if I haven't been working I've been in school and I went really wild in high school and not like wild, but I like went wild in the sense of taking a crap ton of college classes. So I feel like I've been been in college for a long time and I've just been on this treadmill for so long and I've been going and I've been checking these boxes, not even realizing that I haven't stayed in tune with myself and my interests and my passions my hobbies and I mean I have in a way because obviously I've done YouTube and I've had my podcast and everything but I've just been checking the boxes for accounting because it's what was in front of me and it just sucks sitting here 
thinking all of this and realizing it. And it's like, I talked about this in um, a recent YouTube video. If you haven't watched it, you can watch it and you'll um, gain some insight into how I'm thinking. Um, Basically, just like questioning where I'm at and like wondering if this is what I'm quote unquote supposed to be doing. And I was talking about how I'm such a why person and I always want to know like, why I'm doing something. I want to make sure I'm doing it for the right reasons. I just, I'm very, I always get worried and I think of like the what ifs. I'm like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing or am I I supposed to be going into a different career? Because I don't feel 100% about what I'm doing. And I think that's totally fine. Like no one needs to or has to feel 100% about the career or the industry they're going into. But I do think you should at least have in general like a somewhat strong passion, passion towards it. And I'm not really feeling that right now with accounting. And I think a lot of that does have to do with my CPA plan getting completely wrecked. And um, I just, it's hard because it is something that has like challenged me and I've been able to get through the classes. But when I sit here and think about the lifestyle of an accountant, I'm like, that's absolutely not me in the slightest. And it worries me. I'm like, how did I even end up here? You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people go through this right when they're about to graduate because they sort of have the real world creeping up on them and you can kind of feel that pressure. And we don't really know what it's going to be like. So we can't help but to sit there and contemplate like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I going to enjoy it? Is it going to suck? Like, what's the deal? Because you don't know yet. And I mean, you're not going to know until you do it. So there's not really much you can do about that. But I think a lot of people feel that same apprehension. Like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I doing the right thing? Is this what I like? And you start feeling all of that right when you're like getting ready to go into the real world. And a lot of you guys did comment. And I don't know if it was you guys specifically listening to the podcast, but a lot of subscribers at least commented and were saying, you know, I totally am going through the same exact thing. I went through the same exact thing. I feel that. So we're not alone in thinking that. So know that. Um, And it's just really comforting seeing people say, you know, like I went to school for this and, you know, I enjoyed it at first, but I left and I'm doing something completely different unrelated to my degree now and I've never been happier. And then seeing people say that they had that fear and it all worked out and everything was fine and they, they were just genuinely scared about the real world and um or they've changed their career path so many times and they're finally getting a groove of what they like or they don't know what they like yet so it's really comforting seeing that like everyone kind of does go through it or a lot of people do and it's also comforting just knowing that it really is as simple as just making a change but that's the thing it's really scary to make the change and it's really scary to take that leap of faith and try something um, against what you've worked for for so long and but that's truly the beauty of it is that you're actually like all you have to do is make that change and thinking I like kind of bring myself back down to earth whenever I think that because I think I get so worked up over it but then when I remind myself like you're in control of this Abby like you are the one that's going to determine what happens and you have the power to to walk away and do something else um, if you don't like it and you have the power to stay if you like it. So reminding myself of that does help a lot, but I just wanted to share that with you all and also just remind you that like if you feel my brother said this and I was like, dang, that's, that's some good stuff there, Zane. But he said, if you feel resistance, it's for a reason. And I really liked him saying that. And I think, I don't think the reason is always has to be anything that deep. Like Sometimes you feel resistance towards something just because you're nervous or you're fearful. And if that's the case, if it's just nerves and fear and discomfort, it's just because it's outside of your comfort zone and you're not really, you don't, you haven't experienced it yet. You know what I mean? But generally, if you're feeling like a really strong pull away from something, there's probably a reason why. And that's what he was trying to evaluate with me. He was like, do you really feel like you're really resisting this or do you feel like you know you're just scared and I was like I feel like it's a mix of both um and he was just reminding me you know there are no wrong decisions really it's just you have tons of decisions and the decisions you make you know they're either right or they're just decisions that are going to result in different outcomes like there's never a wrong decision because if you do something and it doesn't work out at the very least it is a learning lesson and that's a good thing because then you have another learning lesson in your little backpack of life and you can take that with you along the rest of your life and you'll know that from trying something and it not working out the way you wanted it to and I just found myself thinking back to like whenever I wanted to transfer schools my freshman year and when I was wanting to start a YouTube channel 
And looking back and like thinking of all the apprehension and fear and just resistance I felt then and um, how I didn't follow through with transferring and seeing how looking back and seeing like where making that decision I'm not transferring has taken me like how much I got out of staying in Alabama is incredible like whenever I look back and think of like the outcome of that decision and then on the other hand when I think of like taking a leap of faith and doing something against the status quo by starting my YouTube channel I look back and I'm like wow that was actually the best decision of my life literally literally the best decision of my life so it's crazy to like look back and see that because it kind of puts in perspective to me I've made decisions that have been huge leaps of faith and then I've also just kind of stuck with things that are hard and just kind of dealt with it and um, hoped that the outcome would be greater and that's what staying at Alabama was for me because staying at the at the time my freshman year staying at Alabama was the last thing I wanted to do wasn't making friends it was hard I felt so alone I just felt like I chose the wrong school and I wasn't supposed to be here and now four years later you know I'm here for my graduate degree and I literally could not imagine myself going anywhere else and I've met the absolutely most incredible people along the way and I've had the best professors and the best classes and it's just been a wonderful experience and I got all of that out of saying you know what this is really hard but I'm gonna stick through it and I'm gonna come out on the other side and hopefully it'll all work out so I just want to remind you guys to like look back and try and think of like any difficult decisions you've made um any leaps of faith you've had and just kind of reflect because it can really put things into perspective for you um and I don't know I just think that that can be like really really powerful so and the next um thing I want to talk about is just making decisions because (laughs) I'm really bad at making decisions and if you know me personally you definitely know this Um, but I just want to remind you guys that you will never be able to make a decision if you're always thinking what if and I'm just so bad at making decisions because I think of all of those possible outcomes and the what if scenarios and I want to know which one is going to prevail before I make a decision and that's never going to happen. I'm never going to know the outcome of any decision I make before I do it so I need to like kind of rid myself of that thinking but I just want to remind you guys I know I said it in an episode not too long ago um that generally speaking there's only two outcomes from any decision you make really it's that it will go the way you want it to go or it won't and that's that so whenever I remind myself you know it's only gonna go one of two ways like it's what I think it's going to be or it's what it's not and whenever I think of that I'm like you know what I can make a decision now but when I'm sitting there thinking of like literally every single possible plausible scenario and situation that could come out of the decisions I make I just freeze and I can't make a decision so you just have to realize that every decision you face in life is going to have those alternate outcomes and possibilities and different scenarios to consider but you will never actually be able to predict the outcome so you just have to follow what your intuition tells you and I don't like saying follow your heart because I think if you follow your heart you're not really you don't have as much logic but then I feel like if you're following your head you have too much logic so I like saying following your intuition because I feel like in general our intuition is generally right so I don't know I just wish I was better at making decisions I'm not good at taking leaps of faith whenever it's something that is not the usual situation. It's not the status quo. It's not what people are expecting me to do. Um, I get really uncomfortable and I just kind of freeze and don't want to make a decision at all. So I just sort of end up staying and sticking with um, what I'm doing and don't make a decision at all. And I don't think that's the way to live. I think you need to make decisions instead of just getting complacent and being like, "Ah, I guess I'm just going to not make a decision and keep living life the way it is when in reality if you're sitting there needing to make a decision you need to make it for a reason so at least make a decision and don't shove it under the rug and save it for later like I do so now I'm going to kind of transition into just feeling weird um and talking about that because I just I would love to know if any of you guys feel the same way and I know a lot of you feel the same way with like grad school and um I've gotten so many messages about that and I know we're not alone in that but just talking about like missing normalcy um, with COVID, I have talked to friends about this and I'm like, you know, I've thought like months ago, I was like, okay, well, at least the longer we're in this situation, the more used to it we'll get. 
and I'll be more okay with it. But things literally just keep getting worse, in my opinion. Like, I know more things are opening up and more things are, you know, we're finding a way to do certain things while still staying social distance and everything. But in my opinion, things just keep getting worse because it's like just carrying on for so long. And then now we're going through different and new times of year while dealing with COVID. So things that like we haven't experienced with COVID yet, such as football season, the holidays, um, college, etc. Doing these things that like we hadn't had the chance to like experience with COVID yet. Um, I just realized more and more how much has changed and it just makes me sad. Um, I've really wanted to like be able to like you know visit somewhere super pretty for the fall time take a graduation trip have a normal football season for my last year um freaking go study in a library go visit some of my favorite professors in their office hours like simple things like that um it's just hard and I try to tell myself you know we're in a pandemic it's not normal none of us have really like lived through anything this large scale before with this much change so Give yourself some grace. Realize that everybody else is also going through this and that I just need to accept that things aren't normal and I need to stop longing for that normalcy. But sometimes I just, I don't know, I have weeks and I have days where like I'm fine. You know, I'm totally fine and I'm not thinking about it. But I feel like whenever I see a lot of other people living a pretty freaking normal life, it makes it hard not to just miss normalcy because you know, some people just really aren't living like a compromised lifestyle like at all right now. So it's very different state by state, obviously, and person by person, but which just makes this whole thing crazy. But I don't know. I just I'm my heart goes out to y'all that, you know, are working in fields that deal with this because um, I you, I mean, you literally have to face it face to face every single day. So I'm very sorry. And my heart goes out to you. And I hope you were staying strong through all of this. And for any of you who have just suffered a lot during this season, whether it's losing your job or losing somebody or whatever it is, you know, I'm, I'm, my heart goes out to you. And it's really hard because none of us can live through this perfectly. You know what I mean? Like we're all trying to figure out how to freaking navigate life right now. And it's just flipping hard. And I am also like something I want to remind you guys of because this is what I have to force myself to do every time I get into this way of thinking where I'm like, driving down the strip on a Thursday or Friday night in Tuscaloosa and I see a crap ton of people at a bar I'm just like what is life right now like literally what is life like how are these people doing this and like I'm not doing that because that's just like my personal decision I'm not going to go do that but like how are we in a like I just don't understand how it can be like on two total opposite ends at the same time I, I just I don't know it's really hard for me to comprehend but back to what I was saying I'm trying to remember the good that has come out of this time and that's something that we all need to like absolutely ingrain in our head and just remember every time we get in these slumps of just missing normalcy um, because it's just really hard and if we can sit here and reflect on the good that's come out of this time um, it can kind of help us process things changing better and realize okay like we're still living through it now so that means that more good things can come out of this. For example, um, you know, I'm really sad that I probably can't like take the trips I like wanted to on Christmas break or whatever. And now I sit here and I think, okay, but my Christmas break is longer than it usually is. So I have more time at home with my with my family or with my boyfriend's family or whatever. And knowing all of that is something that kind of comforts me because it reminds me that it's something good that comes out of this because spending more time with my family for me is something good that's come out of the pandemic and you know just sort of becoming more in tune with myself and focusing on like me and my mental health more and learning how to do more from home those are all amazing things that have come out of the pandemic just being at home more with my dog like little things like that so just remember to remind yourself try to find those little bits of goodness that have come out of this whenever you start to miss normalcy um because I know it's a thing I'm sure a lot of you are experiencing the same thing and hopefully I'm not like causing any of you to start feeling that way if you haven't felt that way yet by talking about all of that but there was just so many instances this week where I was just like I wish I could you know be watching the football game in a bar like we used to do with all my friends or thinking I wish I could go study for my test in the library or I'm having a early quarter life crisis. I need to go talk to my professors that have always provided me such amazing guidance. 
and I can't really do it in the same way, you know? So that's why I was feeling that so much this week, but obviously it ebbs and flows just like everything else in life. So next is to just talk about missing being present and not worrying so much about the future. And this kind of goes back to everything I was talking about in the beginning of this episode um, and like the first little segment of it. But I think I'm just so stressed about my future um, that I almost keep regressing to my past and dwelling on my past a ton just to distract myself from making decisions for the future and thinking about the future, which I know it sounds probably crazy. Do any of you guys do that? Like, Whenever you have like decisions you need to make or if you're just really anxious about the future, you just sort of find yourself thinking about the past more often than usual because I'm not normally someone that ever like lives in the past, thinks about the past, whatever. But I feel like this week I have spent so much time reflecting about things from the past that I've never even thought about before and just thinking about the past a lot in general just because I'm anxious about the future to be quite honest and Being in grad school just makes me realize, you know, okay, I'm not in college, but I'm also not in the real world. And I just miss this period of time that I had like sophomore year and like very early junior year where my immediate like day to day worries didn't extend out of outside of like personal stuff and classes. You know, my major was declared, so I didn't have to worry about like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to major in like you do freshman year? Um and sometimes sophomore year or junior or however long it takes you. And it was too early for me to sort of start worrying about the future and post-college. So because you're in that mindset, you know, oh, I have plenty of time left and you can just enjoy being in college right then and there. And I feel like just because of how accounting works and like how early you start recruiting for internships and jobs in accounting, you sort of only have like one or two semesters in college to actually enjoy college without constantly having like this subconscious or conscious anxiety over your future and I don't know maybe some people they don't feel that way at all but for me personally like I'm generally a very forward thinker so I'm gonna constantly like be bringing up worries about things that I don't even know about yet and I just I was telling my mom this um when I saw her like a while ago and I was just like I just miss that feeling um And I didn't know I had that feeling sophomore and junior year. I know I had the feeling now looking back in retrospect. But just being in college and like it being being just that. Like that's all I was worried about. That's all I was thinking about. You know, I knew I had tests and I had quizzes and I had, you know, extracurricular things I had to do. But that's all it was. You know, it wasn't, oh my gosh, what recruiting event do I have to go to, to this week? Which interview do I have to do this week? Because all doing all of those things makes you think about your future. And then you just automatically start thinking about your future and stressing about it all the time or at least I do so I just miss that period of time and I wish I could just like go back to it right now just because I have so much stress about my future that I would give anything to just be in a state of mind where I'm content with where I'm at and I'm not having to worry about what's behind me and what's in front of me and I'm just there because that's exactly how I lived my sophomore year and like early junior year and I just miss that a lot honestly so And I know that I just miss that because I'm stressed right now. You know, any other time when I'm not really as stressed, I'm not really like that. I'm not missing feelings of the past and I'm not thinking about the past, but I've just really been thinking back to like that time of life a lot lately and even thinking back to like high school sometimes, which like, oh my gosh, high school is terrible. I have like literally blocked out so much of high school that my memory of high school is terrible. But just thinking about like my biggest worry was, not like my junior senior year because the ACTE like literally made me a nervous wreck um, and going to college made me a nervous wreck because I didn't know where I was going to go and where I'd be able to afford to go. So that was a whole other story. But like that time of that time, like sophomore year and early junior year, whenever I was just playing sports and working during the summer and doing my classes and that's all there was, you know what I mean? Um, just that like, I don't know. It's just growing up sucks, you guys. I... I don't know. And some people I know don't feel this way. Some people like love just, you know, getting your full time job and going into the real world. And I'm sure I'll be fine once I get there. But like right now, um, since I'm like straddling the line of college and getting into the real world, I just have like all these very odd, weird feelings that I've never heard anyone talk about before. So I feel kind of crazy talking about them right now. And I hope that somebody can relate because I'm going to feel real uncomfortable if I'm the only person that's like sitting here missing 
those times whenever we just didn't have to worry about as much. And I know all of that is a result of being worried about the future. So I'm trying to remind myself of that. But lastly, I just want to talk about like getting through hard times because they just happen. They happen all the time. 2020 has been an absolute train wreck for me. I don't know how it's been for you guys, but I feel like in general, we can all say this year has been crappy in a lot of ways. It's also had a lot of highs. I just think the general theme of this year has been high highs and low lows. And I just want to emphasize that you have to remember that doing your best, especially during this time with like so much unknown going on, doing your best does not mean working yourself to the point of a mental breakdown. Um, Some people know the boundary and where to draw the line, but if you're anything like me in the slightest you literally just don't have a line so you don't have a boundary and you work yourself to the point of a mental breakdown um, because you're so focused on doing your best and at the end of the day you want to put in your best every single day no matter what that takes even if that means going to a mental breakdown and I've got to get out of that habit but that's exactly how I am and it can't continue and it's just not a way to live so I just hope none of you are doing that. Um, I know I am, but it's just a good reminder. My mom like sent me that quote on Instagram, doing your best does not mean working yourself to the point of a mental breakdown. And I was like, dang, that's good Um, because that's just how I live my life and I've got to stop doing that. So, and I just like to remember that um, how I work through things that are difficult now is eventually going to help me or help someone in the future. And I really like thinking of my struggles and any like challenges I face as something that I'm going to carry with me forever to help myself later or help someone else in the future and I feel like whenever I shift my perspective to that um, after I've like gone through a challenge I dwell on it a lot less longer because I know that there was purpose for it even if I don't know the purpose now I will know eventually and it'll going through whatever it is now will help me make more decisions in the future or it will be a guide for someone else going through the same thing or something similar later on down the road And I also like to just remember my circle of control. And I know I have talked about circle of control a bajillion times on this podcast. It's been a minute since I mentioned it, but I know for a period of time, like my episodes, like that was a really common theme because it's what I was really focusing on in my life at the time. And we can't control a lot of what happens to us, but if we can focus on controlling our reaction to what is happening to us, things will be a lot better and run a lot more smoothly. And controlling your reaction is the best thing you can do for yourself because you're not giving power to what you can't control. Instead, you're seizing the power of what you can control. And how you how you react genuinely absolutely determines the ultimate outcome of a lot of things in life. And it totally goes back to that saying, temper, it, life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it. And when those bad things happen to us, it's so easy to just only focus on all the bad and negative things since they usually aren't what we expect or they catch us off guard or they ruin our plans but shifting your mindset to just let the negative things happen and not let them be more than something that happens and not giving them the time of day to dwell in your head will help you stop focusing so intensely on the negative and you will see the positive more and you can go listen to the podcast episode that I had about like training my mind to like think more optimistically or something along the lines of that I believe I did it this summer um and it just helps a ton whenever you sort of shift your mindset to try and always see the positive rather than dwell on the negative especially when there's multiple bad things that happen um like at once and you're just getting pounded by like a really bad week or a really bad day really bad month whatever it is um it sort of clouds our focus and it's all we tend to focus on and we just block our vision to the good and the many blessings that we do have And we kind of just forget about them and put them to the side because we're so caught up on the bad. And just remind yourself of all of the work that you've put in and the moments that you want to throw in the towel are typically when you are the absolute closest to getting or reaching whatever goal it is or getting whatever you're trying to get. Because the closer and closer you get to whatever your finish line is, the more and more you'll have those obstacles thrown your way that you have to fight through and it will absolutely test your patience, resilience, and commitment. But how you respond to those obstacles that are thrown at you last minute when you are at your lowest of lows and ready to quit will determine whether or not you're going to cross that finish line. And that's something I was talking about with my dad and like he was putting that in perspective for me just with, you know, studying for the CPA and like trying to get my CPA 
and saying, you know, Abby, you have quite literally checked all the boxes to get the job. And now you're at the point where it's at the end and, you know, you're so close to the finish line and the only thing standing between you and that finish line is the CPA exam. And you just have to remember that like this is always going to happen in life like you're going to be frustrated and burnout out and struggling to continue and you're going to just have everything thrown in your face to make you want to quit and you can quit um, or you can keep going and that decision is totally up to you but how you respond to everything that comes at you in life will determine you know the outcome so just keep that in mind and just remember that bad times do come in waves they ebb and flow and they don't last forever It's really easy to think like whenever a ton of bad stuff is happening, like I'm doomed. Life sucks. No, life doesn't suck. You just had something bad happen. It's been a bad day, bad week, whatever it is, but it's not going to last forever unless you let it and you let it live in your mind like that. It's not going to. And remind yourself of everything you've already overcome and how it's helped you get where you are today and feel all your feelings. Let yourself feel them, but just know when you need to drop everything and rest because that will definitely help you sort of recharge and remind yourself of all the good in life and I know that was all over the place for an episode you guys I'm so sorry but that's how my mind works it's all over the place (laughs) y'all like it is bouncing off the walls in every direction possible and one day I'm fine the next time like what is going on what is life so that's all my feelings I just basically read y'all my diary that I don't have Um, and I hope that just walking through all of that and sort of giving you guys insight into how I handle these bad days and these things that get thrown at me and just the feelings I'm feeling, hopefully it either A, makes you feel not alone, B, helps you get through some hard times or helps you recognize, you know, you're not alone and feeling that you don't know what you're doing with your life and that's okay. So I hope I helped someone. Be sure to join the Gen Z Girl Podcast Facebook group. Follow the Gen Z Girl Podcast on Instagram. Um, Let me know how you enjoyed this episode. Leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. I would love that. And you all mean the absolute world to me. I hope you all have an amazing day when you're listening to this or night. And make it a great week or day or month, whatever. The choice is yours. Um, My principal always used to say that in elementary school on morning announcements. I was like the little anchor next to her and every single day on announcements and it has literally stuck with me till this day and I think about it at least once a week. She would always end the announcements with make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. So take that with y'all and run with it guys and I will talk to you in next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening.